Welcome to the Footprints Asset Management and Research Podcast. My name is Richard Davis, and today I'm here with Steve Lococo. Steve is the founder, president, and senior portfolio manager of Footprints Asset Management and Research Incorporated. Now today we are going to be discussing the topic of gold with a quick overview of the past history, trends of volatility, and current outlook that this precious metal possesses. So Steve, if you wouldn't mind giving our listeners a summary of the history of gold. Sure. I think you need to go back almost to the beginning of perhaps time when people were would barter amongst themselves um, uh, ancient times basically even considering the fact that um, people would uh, swap different types of assets whether it be uh, cattle, life, uh, animals of some sort for different uh, commodities that they want to possess. Um, soon some type of currency came into circulation and gold seemed to be and has been for uh, quite some time, hundreds of years, a commodity that's accepted throughout the world. Um, its value continues to gain momentum because there's a, a finite a supply of gold and of course there's more people in the world. Uh, so because of uh, its history and um, the availability of it being somewhat shrinking and harder and harder and more expensive to find, uh, gold prices has gone up just simply because of inflation, if nothing else. But it's 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 deemed uh, like today throughout the world, the U.S. dollar is a uh, a currency that's accepted uh, more freely than any other currency, a fiat currency. Gold uh, has been around longer than the dollar, and continues to also be accepted throughout the world. Based on its past history. Why have we seen this trend of continued volatility from gold throughout the years? Well, traditionally, uh, particularly back in the late 70s, uh, gold was thought of as an inflation hedge, and still is, uh, both for deflation as well as inflation. Uh, because of the worldwide volatility in just governments, um, the way the world has developed, uh, people will gravitate towards this metal more often than not at extremes, uh, world wars, uh, uh, different types of events that happen throughout the world. People will gravitate towards that because it's the one thing that everyone accepts. Now, sure, there's, there's people out there that, uh, other investors today that will shun the metal, and rightly so. Uh, but it has taken on um, a, and, and possesses a, a, a want by human beings to gravitate that particular commodity versus any other type of commodity out there. So when, when you get uh, violent moves um, amongst uh, different types of parts of the world, uh, the currency reflects that in its price as you get huge swings in different types of events, like I said earlier, world wars, um, different types of swings in prices amongst different commodity groups, foods, etc. Um, you'll see that. We've even seen that uh, most recently in uh, the elections around the world. When Brexit uh, 
developed uh, and once wants to leave the the EU, um, you saw a swing in a, a big Russian gold. Um, it's it's simply a reflection of human uh, desires, basically more than anything, and those anticipations are reflecting the price of the metal. As you have explained, gold seems to be a commodity that does not remain stagnant in its value. So, what would you say is gold's current outlook? I think the best way to look at um, gold's and its trend uh, and and the outlook as you asking for is you have to look at the price history um, going back uh, maybe as far as um, the the 20s and 30s where you know the dollar was backed by gold uh, shortly thereafter um, we've seen uh, World War II come to an end I mean this is probably the most uh, best way to look at it the gold remained at around the 30 35 dollar range because that's that's what the US government said that's what they were going to pay for the price of gold. It was set. Um, it wasn't until most recently uh, in 1970s where President Nixon, um, where gold was backed by it, removed that. Uh, gold, uh, the dollar was no longer backed by gold. And that's because a lot of people had redeemed gold, uh, or excuse me, redeemed the dollar for gold. And our reserves were not large enough to maintain that. So after that artificial price of 30 some dollars a share per ounce was removed and it, we incurred in our country um, a, a substantial amount of inflation due to a, a number of factors. There was a grain embargo, there was an oil embargo, a lot of arti short-term artificial items that hit at the same time. You could call that a black swan basically where so many things came to affect gold. It was the artificial price was removed. It started to reflect the inflation, hyperinflation in our economy. And we saw the price go from $30 an ounce in the late 70s when President Nixon, or excuse me, right before President Nixon removed it in the mid to mid 70s to as high as $800 short in 1982 and that was that in part was reflected in the price of foods in this country the embargoes on oil that drove the price of oil from you know five six dollars a gallon a barrel to as much as thirty dollars a barrel they they moved in tandem now then you saw from 1982 interest rates peaked out at that time oil peaked out at that time gold reflected the, the disinflation or the type of deflation for the next 20 years. And it, the price of gold dropped from $800 to around $200 uh, an ounce. And what happened then was, was the late 90s, the United States and the world was experiencing hyper growth, particularly in technology. We experienced the dot-com bubble and the price of oil uh, started to creep up from $20 into the, the new millennia, uh, into 2001, 2002, the price started to creep up. Um, and we saw gold start to move as well. And we saw gold move from, again, the 200, the depressed $200 an, uh, an ounce to as high as $1,800 an ounce in 2010. And then we saw, uh, of course, with that oil, as you know, drove went from the $20 a barrel to as high as $150 a barrel. 
And since that time, since 2010, oils, our oils peaked out. We've seen uh, gold peak out. We've seen a drop to around $1,100 an ounce um, a couple months ago, and we're starting to see the stock, the, the excuse me, the gold ounces start to manifest itself, manifest itself in this area, as as we're trying to decide what's happening right now. Is there more deflation? Is there inflation? Uh, we've got a new administration now in the United States. Uh, there's a lot of world uncertainty, so the the price has been. Uh, up here due to a lot of the uncertainties that the world has incurred. And I think until that happens, that any, we see further uh, um, clear, just a clearer picture of the world's situation, and it's far from clear, um, we're going to see the price bounce around up at this level. But I think as the world situation starts to fix itself, we see growth in Europe, we start to see the United States interest rates start to come back to normalcy, I think the price goes lower, basically. Because the industrial value of, of gold is not at this level, it's, it's lower. This is, again, the price of the commodity right now is, it, there's a tremendous amount of value based on, in the price of gold because of the uncertainty uh, of economic markets, government markets, and the direction of, of the world um, uh, situation amongst uh, countries all over. How would you compare gold with other commodities? It is by far the most volatile of all commodities. Um, it, you can't consume it like food, corn, um, different types of grains. You, it, it's not an industrial commodity. It's 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 simply a precious metal. Uh, it for a long time silver has mirrored some of the volatility of gold, and to some extent platinum has. But gold is still holds the uh, want of the population of the world, and there are people that uh, are gold bugs, so to speak and they collect the metal and put it away regardless of what price it is. Um, I think Warren Buffett once used the phrase that, you know, there'll be people that spend millions of dollars to mine it. Um, they melt it down and they dig a hole and they put the gold in there and then they have people march around the gold just simply to watch over it. There's really no use for it other than uh, perhaps uh, uh, satisfying a feeling of uncertainty. Um, we, we see plenty of that, and, and that's where it gets its value. Um, it's hard really to explain. You can't, like I said, you can't consume it like a food. It's used in jewelry, and to a certain extent, it's used in technology, uh, in, in, inside computers, etc. But they're finding alternatives for that uh, industrial use as well. So it really gets down to uh, it's a it's an emotional metal uh, that is possessed by people all over the world, and whenever things are out of order, and they certainly have been, uh, not to mention 9/11, the Iraq War, the financial crisis, and now we've got other sets of the world um, out of sync. Uh, you're going to see people gravitate towards that 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 precious metal. 
I mean, they're not going in and buying copper. Um, they're not going in and buying nickel um, or, or other types of commodities that are uh, plentiful and not as precious. So that, that volatility with that metal, has, call it a stigma, whatever, is going to stay with it probably as long as humanity is around. How does the current outlook in gold align with the absolute value investing that Footprints uses? Well, like I, like I said earlier, I think that there will be a time and an opportunity for patient investors to look at that precious metal, to step into it at a time when, when it's people aren't as using it as pop, popular investment like it is today. You can't turn on the TV without going through it the evening and somebody's not saying you need to buy gold coins, this is the right time, uh, it's supposed to double or triple over the next several years. That type of language just isn't around uh, a, a, an absolute, type of, absolute value type of investment. We are buying uh, unfavorable, out of favor names uh, and we want to run away from popular investment uh, topics right now. I mean, in our portfolio, we don't have the Googles and the Amazons, not to say they're bad companies. But to align gold with absolute value investing, we're probably a good decade away before I'd look, I'd look to gold. Uh, it's just too popular right now. It's, in a, it's, it's still in a bear market. It topped out at 1800 like I said, in 2010. And it has been dropping since then. Um, and we're going to probably go a good seven, eight, nine, ten years. And then I think you can revisit that and align yourself as we would with stocks and bonds that we like today that are out of favor, uh, that are somewhat hated by the, the investment community, and look to put that precious metal. We actually looked at gold very hard in 2000 um, to, to put in our portfolios, either the gold stocks or gold. Um, and we needed another environment like that where it's just out of favor. But right now, gold is a very popular, precious metal. Thank you for being on the podcast today, Steve. And uh, thank you for listening.